0: gracious state of Georgia, our God-given land. The Lord has
1: offered us domestic livestock. We have to go. Sit your head real hard. Do you know you're in Georgia? Do you know? It's 1973. Well, I'm gonna need you to fill this out for me. I don't write. I can help you. This is knowledge. We spent decades trying to make a change for the people.
0: I know exactly who I am and where I came from.
1: Who are you then?
0: I'm free. look like you so yeah you gave me this assignment sir I was like what's this a challenge so alright
1: so what had happened was <laughs> I was actually editing our conversation and then you're talking about your background with, mm-hmm. with movies and stuff and, and then also like black studies and stuff like that and I was happening to watching the movie as well. And I was thinking like, I want to talk about this movie because on on this podcast, I'm trying to hit movies and stuff. A lot of people are not necessarily watching necessarily. Not necessarily a mainstream movie, but I find it to be interesting. So I was thinking like, well, this would be a good movie to talk about because I heard about it a while back because it was supposed to be showing the Sundance. And so then I didn't hear anything about it for a long time after that, and then it popped back up again. And I checked it out and I was like, okay and so i kind of knew what was up with it i didn't know how the actual execution of it was going to be but Mm -hmm. i knew what it was kind of going to be about and so i kind of wish i didn't that's why when i asked did have you seen it because i was thinking like let me hit up sabrina and see if she Mm -hmm. heard about it one and then if not see if you would be willing to check it out and that's why i also mentioned you know don't watch the trailer Mm -hmm. um Because sometimes I see certain movies and I wish like, man, I wish I never saw the trailer because I just want to kind of, you know, good, bad or indifferent. I want to be surprised because once we get like a nugget or something, so if this is going to happen. That means this is going to happen eventually or this is going to be a twist or this. You start just kind of looking around corners just because, you know, something's coming. So Mm -hmm. like I said, so that's why I was kind of like, let me check and see. And then if you haven't seen it, then, you know, check it out. But don't see the trailer just to see. If it unfolds differently for you. So when you told me you were going ahead and you started watching it I was like, oh, okay, then that's right on.
0: So don't send this- me with a good time. I I'm like, okay, what? How do I get it? Let me, let me get into it right now.
1: We go ahead and talk Why it's fresh for one. And mm-hmm. then also it's one of those kind of movies that it's not like mainstream, mainstream. If somebody was kind of wondering about it or just was kind of curious, then they could just kind of hear our discussion talking about it. So
0: mm-hmm. I had only seen uh, maybe like photos of it, like of uh, her in an Afro and stuff like that, but I didn't see the other part about the slavery part. So it is one of those films that I guess not many people have seen. I didn't necessarily focus on it when I saw a picture of her, like, oh, she's in a movie and that was it. I just didn't go any further with that. Cause I'm familiar with her, you know, acting when she was younger. I did not seen much of her stuff as a adult. Okay. Um, So yeah, I just clicked it on and started watching and I was like, okay, for some reason, to be honest with you, I was thinking it was going to be like Kendra, you know, the book that's Octavia Butler and all of that. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like that. You know, there's going to be some kind of teleporting or something going on or something like that. So that's the twist I was looking for around the corner. Like, when's it going to happen? You know, did you think that because you saw her with the afro? Exactly, that okay. was the only reason why. All right. Yeah, that was yeah. the only reason why. Because it had to be something like that for her to all of a sudden wear an Afro. And it, you know, and she had about know, 70s clothes on. So I was thinking it's gonna happen any moment now. So I guess the way that it started was like, they got really like into it. It wasn't any fluff in the beginning of it. You know, just like some wide shot of like them just happy slaves, if you will. You know, just like doing their jobs and then all of a sudden something goes wrong and then the abuse uh, begins. It it was, to me, it started from the very beginning. Um, they got right into it from the very beginning, you know?
1: Yeah, I had seen a trailer a long time ago, and so I kind of figured what was gonna go on with it. And to be honest, and unfortunately, I won't watch a slave kind of movie unless it would have a twist or something to it nowadays, because I just don't want to see that narrative, I don't. I don't walk into those kind of movies, I just can't. And it's almost the same way with uh, Antebellum. Like to me, I wouldn't have saw that either unless I thought it was something extra being added to it versus just black folks being tormented for two hours straight. Like I don't, I don't want that 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 kind of weight on me, especially just walking into it. So I'll, if I am watching a movie that's a slavery theme or whatever, it had to have some kind of twist to it other than it's just being that, like Twelve Years a Slave or something like that. I I, I wouldn't. Okay, well, I'll give a synopsis for the movie that they gave. A slave in the Annabelle South escapes her secluded plantation only to discover the shocking reality that lies beyond the tree line. This movie, hmm, I could tell that it was a first time, probably a first time writer and director. (laughs) Not to be messy, but the reason why I thought that is because I think the idea and the concept of it was beyond the execution of it right so even though it was a lot of stuff there it's things about it that I thought was re- really cool but it did take different directions than i thought it would even though i did enjoy parts of it because even when it started off with like you said showing the slaves and everything and you see like a, a secret wedding and then the slave masters coming around and he, you know, he's kind of talking, talking cryptic, and so you know something else is going on. We're kind of just in the middle of it. We kind of don't know exactly what's going on, where this is going. So I'm constantly trying to tell myself, don't read into it, don't read into it, just let it, you know, deliver it to you as it happens. It's interesting how it always goes. Like, it's already bad that they're slaves, right? But then it just kind of the screws start getting turned where it just steps up a level. Like, you know, the tone of meet me here, I gotta tell you something or take it up to the bedroom. Just like, okay, here we go, (laughs) here here we go, (laughs) here we go. It's like, it's funny how even the situation's bad. You're almost good with that, even though that's even bad. But like I said, slowly but surely, the usual suspects, as far as like the signs that you know that, you know, all the situation really entails and the level of of craziness um, is there. It's just like when I started kind of creeping in, it's just like, here we go. And it stayed in that time for a long time, longer than I thought they would, which I, I guess, you know, that could be because of uh, financial restraints or whatever with the, with the movie being made or whatnot. Um, who knows, um. And so when it went beyond that point where you have this situation where they're talking about you know escaping and all that what did you think about about this interpretation of slaves on the plantation and their feelings about what's going on like you know because i was a little bit surprised that they were talking about escaping and they were kind of tired of this mess which i thought was good to hear because i don't think everybody just happy to necessarily be there and gonna be fine with it but at least at least talking about you know at least some of them talking about possibly escaping or, or getting out of there even though i didn't necessarily care how that was handled but at least the talks of it i was kind of surprised that 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 was happening even though i thought it was a good thing
0: well i'll, I'll go back to what you mentioned before i'll piggyback back on your um not necessarily walking into that theme of slave narrative movies i actually was a big fan of slave narratives like books one of my favorite genres um it's changed because you know we've become so acquainted with um so many downtrodden you know, films about Black folks being enslaved or um, just bad times all the time. So I've, I've kind of come out of that in a sense of like, do you know, are we happy? Are there any happy films? You know, any right. any good out, outcomes? So I don't mind seeing films like that because I like history. So mm-hmm. if it's something to teach me, I'm there. You know, for like 12 years a slave, I was eager to see that because I'm learning my history when I walk into a, a theater. And that's the way I've always kind of, you know, thought of that. I thought that because I've seen so many, you know, films about slavery and read some books and stuff like that, I felt like they put every cliche in that part of the film. There was the rape, there was the wedding, you know, the only thing I didn't see was them jumping a the broom. Like, where's that? You know, right. there's the, you know, we're gonna escape, but I didn't see a plan. You know, and then when he was like, you know, I'm going to give you a signal. Well, what was the signal? <laughs> You're laughing because you <laughs> the signal is I'm going to get shot. I'm confused. <laughs> you know, I think she was confused too. Cause she was like, what, what, where?
1: <laughs> yeah. How are you going to wrestle down a man, beat him up, break his arm. He drops the gun. You leave the gun. You run. <laughs> towards more danger and having danger towards your back exactly you, you know what i mean so i didn't understand where he was running to exactly to down, get away
0: down the the main road not in the woods like like all the good films that i've seen where you run right to the woods and then here comes the dogs behind you just in the middle of the road just running with an arm you know and so I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm just so confused. So then, and then when they brought him back, I was like, how? <laughs> like, how did that happen with the guy with the broken arm? And he got a whole man, and brought him back and just threw him down in front of, you know, the the master. It was like, I got him. Like, you in what <laughs> army? Like, how'd that happen? Like, I'm sorry, you need to explain that. You know.
1: Well, we saw what the slave did once he broke the guy's arm so for all we know he ran in a big old circle and ran into the guy's arms (laughs) (laughs) considering (laughs) considering what we saw already i i didn't have high hopes for him to to actually make it
0: (laughs) and then what arm was it was he like was his right arm broken and the guy's like left shoulder was wounded and they worked together you know to to come back to the plantation i don't know it was just (laughs) It was too much for me. And then, you know, when she saw him and she she reacted that way and then he was like get in the house. I'm like get in the house. Like I don't you know, what what's what's happening with that? It's almost like you telling your child, I don't want you to see this. So get in the house. So there was parts of it where there wasn't a lot of follow through. Mm-hmm. And that was that was quite annoying. You know, um, if you're, especially if you're a film buff, you want it to be more developed. I felt like it was underdeveloped. I felt like writing scripts or just reading scripts, you know how scripts are written. So I, I felt like it was like a pitch that was given that was a great idea. But I think that when it came down to actually writing that script out, it was just like, okay, we've seen enough um, slave movies, so we know what needs to be in this, so we'll do that and then we'll focus on the other part when they go over to the other side.
1: I thought it was interesting, I thought it was cool that older slaves that were there, they were kind of concerned about, you know, where will we go? We're leaving, so we're jumping out of pan into what fire. So the fact that was mentioned, I thought that was fine. But like you said, with the tropes and stuff, other people do it when they do our narratives, just like we could be guilty of it too. We don't see ourselves enough and stuff so we overcompensate when it's our turn to speak as well. We could be falling into the same pitfalls that somebody else who don't know our culture or our people would do. We could be guilty of the same thing and also not being necessarily a seasoned in whatever your, you know, your thing is could determine how you feel and what you cut out, you know, because somebody who's, because even somebody who's seasoned, they probably was still leaving all those tropes, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately as if we need to be reminded of them or that each one of those tropes need to be touched on within this 30 minutes that we have to set this whole thing up. We don't really have time for all that stuff, especially stuff that we kind of know what goes along with it. Even though it's just trying to be something different, new with a different take on it, it still kind of did the same trappings of any other movie that was done like this from years back Mm -hmm. to me. Right, right. and so it's kind of like, yeah, here we go again, kind of thing. And, and that's why and it, I probably wouldn't watch a slave narrative movie because I know what it, what it would kind of be. And I don't want to sit through seeing that again.
0: Also, I'm sorry, pandering to the audience, too. You know what I mean? Like they were called domestics instead of slaves, you know, so it's almost like a woke generation now, like, oh, we're not going to use those words. But that's not true let's let's use the words the way that they should be termed it was slavery you know don't let's not use enslavement domestics or anything like that they were slaves you know um the part where the grandfather or the father said there was a guy that came down and he came from the sky and we didn't know who he was and what and then it just went to something else and i was like what like i don't what's going on who's the guy that came from the sky what's it about and then when they talked about it Why was that necessary? What what was the point of that?
1: Okay, so we'll kind of skip ahead. So since you brought those points, which is very interesting. Okay, so the domestic part, I took that as when you find out that they were in quote unquote current times for her current times being the seventies. I think they were saying that because the way the slave owner was even acting and even speaking about it as if I never made you stay you know like you guys could have left do i believe that no but he was almost saying it like it was an agreement kind of thing that your family wanted to do versus nobody held you here and so i almost took that as being like a um a cue of like hearing them say domestics and supposed to be slavery time like that doesn't seem right you know just like the thing with you know the lighter like that lighter that doesn't seem right you know, so some of those things, I didn't know if that was supposed to be that, but I don't think that the person probably was, I don't think it was a breadcrumb more so than it was probably, like you said, they just trying to, trying to be <laughs> woke, but.
0: You, you look tired. <laughs> you look like just from the description, you know what I mean, of going through here, there and everywhere you look yeah. like, because it's just so all over the place, like me saying the part about. You know, what was the part about the guy appearing from the sky wasn't necessarily to meet, you know, what happened, jump forward, you know, with the story as much as it was that's what happened during the slavery time. Because that was a description that, you know, um, the father told the son when they talked about escaping. And he was like, well, your, your grandfather talked about escaping one time and he saw a guy come from the sky and it was like, okay, so what happened? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting when we, you know, when that part ended up being paid off, right? When they kind of showed the grandfather talking to the man, which we saw that he was in the military. I guess he just dropping out of a plane and happened to land there. And he takes out his cigarette lighter, which I thought was interesting the way he did it. Showed the guy kind of a cigarette lighter. He turns on the lighter or whatnot. Then it pans away and you see that somebody, you know, looking at them has like a hammer or something mm-hmm. that's in their hand and i'm thinking like now we knew the guy was buried there because the, the younger slave when he was told that story about you know the man who fell from the sky and talking about mm-hmm. his body is over that way he goes over there and digs it up and he's digging through these you know clothes or whatever and dirt and he picks up this lighter you know I'm like huh and so it had me wondering like who was holding a hammer was that the slave owner or one of those guys that took out that guy or was it one of the slaves that took out that right. guy and buried right. him back there so i was like huh like that that was interesting even to leave that open mm-hmm. for interpretation um what do you think when you saw that part when you saw that scene so
0: when when that part like like you said we're, we're jumping back and forward on that because when that part unfolded it was towards not the end, but the other part of it. Um, When when you mentioned that they spoke, it was more like they were in each other's presence, right? And he was like, we didn't hear the conversation. We didn't hear the dialogue that was going on between the father and the, um, you know, the the guy that fell from the sky. I'm only describing it the way that they said it was. And, um, you know, but he was quite comfortable and talking to the slave, you know what I mean? So that's a different spin on it too. Like, who was this guy, you know what I mean? Did, you know, did he know about this situation over here and he just happened to land there and he's like, hey, you know, here's a cigarette lighter. He didn't look shocked or anything like, you know, why would you not recognize that that was a slave scenario? You know what I mean? There was a shack and there was this guy in tattered, you know, clothing, but he looks really comfortable when he, you know, gave him the cigarette lighter. So that's a whole nother you know, kind of um, thought of like, you know, I wonder if he knew that this situation existed and maybe he landed there just to kind of check it out or something and met his undoing with this person with this, this ax. As you said, we don't know who that was. And I don't know if that angle had to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like what purpose did it serve for us to just see a hand and an ax? It would have been better if he just was like, Hey, you know what I mean? And Came kind of running towards him with an axe, and we were like, Oh, well, you know, he obviously killed him, you know, and that's why he's, you right. know, buried there. So, yeah. um,
1: Cause they could have thought he was an alien, a demon. They don't, you know, who knows what somebody's interpretation would be of something coming out of the sky when all you heard about is Jesus or whatever, <laughs> you know, right? And you've never seen anything like that. What does that mean, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. That's why I went back and forth on the time traveling thing because yeah. I was like, Oh, there it is a time traveler showed up in the field and and the grandfather you know what i mean i just kind of ran with that until we actually saw what unfolded towards the end you know
1: yeah so yeah so it was just kind of interesting the setups and stuff and i can't tell if the setups how much thought was put into them and i can't tell like i said sometimes you do things a certain kind of way because you're a novelist and sometimes you do the same kind of things because you're an expert but mm-hmm. the, the difference is your intentions and putting it there and, and why, right? And so it's hard to tell for me, what would, if this stuff in this movie was happening because of, I couldn't tell the reason why, the intention. Because right. that right. also makes it and affects how I interpret the movie, you know? Because they could be laying stuff that they don't know that they're laying down and, and I'm going you know down a rabbit hole with it uh, off of something that they didn't think twice about. Right. You know? Because
0: everything you write in that script is supposed to lead towards something. It's right. not supposed to be there just to be there. Right. Um, and, um, you know, as we know, there's a difference in, in plays and scripts. In plays, you know, you're basically talking a lot. That's a lot of dialogue because you you only have that one set. So you have to talk about a lot of things that's going on off you know set. Mm-hmm. But with film, it's show, not tell. You know, so a lot of those things that was going on in there didn't necessarily have to happen. It was a lot of dialogue, you know, about things that we didn't see. Um Whereas, you know, maybe if that scene was shown like, oh, your grandfather walked outside and he saw this, this man and the man dropped from the sky. Right. And then just played out that whole thing. A man drops from the sky, you know, gives him the cigarette lighter, someone comes up and then we know in that instance, oh, he was killed. Mm -hmm. um, And we still don't know why, you know, but maybe you give us like a reason why. He said something to us, give us a little bit of dialogue, you know? Oh, he said, you know, I'm from Cleveland. You know what I mean? And, And that's like a hint, you know what I mean? And that leads us to something else, instead of it just being just something kind of added to it to bring in the, it was to bring in the outside world. You know, that's probably what the premise was, to bring something from the outside world to that time. But we don't know how long they were, you know, in slavery. I think she said she was born into it, Mm -hmm. but we still don't know a timeline. You know, we don't know when it started, we don't know, uh, we know her family, but we just don't know enough about how this happens. And, you know, we have to, you know, still sticking with this part of of the movie, we still, we have to talk about you know, the village. I'm sure you saw that movie.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: So, you know, we know that there has to be on the play, a play on that movie on the village and, you know, how the, how the village unfolded and, you know, that scene of her coming out from the woods and landing on the highway, Yeah. you know, you could put those side to side and see it's, it's a play on that, you yeah. know, so I'm wondering if that thought came about when this person wrote it, like, oh, this would be great, but let's make this slavery instead of the premise of the film The Village. As we know that was really developed and a very, very much a twist when it happened, a shocker. Mm -hmm. How did you feel when she came out of the woods?
1: Um the impact was was not really there for me only because I had seen the trailer, which I hated that I seen the trailer. So To me, trailers, they have to be crafted a certain kind of way. But I also know when you don't have a lot going on and you don't have the benefit of of a particular star or a particular company who's promoting and pushing it, you're kind of putting your trust in them and more so than you are what you're getting from the trailer. And so when it's more independent, a lot of times, you know, or maybe it's like a blockbuster movie, there's these key points that they give where you pretty much, when you see the trailer, when you're watching the movie, you're just waiting for that key point to come up. You know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so with this one I, I knew it was gonna come eventually they bring back her husband you know quote-unquote dead she gets upset she attacks and then ends up running trying to get away and like you said she goes to the street and she sees a highway or something like that and you see a car go by and it's just like whoa now I thought that was powerful the way they did it you know cuz mm-hmm. she's like what is that what is what's going mm-hmm. on uh, like I said I, I knew it because of the trailer I was just wondering where it was going to go from from here because for some reason you know what um yeah i just didn't know how how it was going to go because it was almost kind of like i kind of think i know what's going to happen for the most part quote unquote because of the trailer but i was i didn't know the nuances of it you know because it could have went a lot of different ways and even if they would have just played it straight I would have been fine with it, but it, it just kind of, um, as it went along, it just started kind of, like I said, the concept was good. The idea of it was good, but but the pieces just didn't support the, the foundation to me. So the whole thing of her going out there and seeing that, I'm thinking like, wow. And then, you know, you know she almost gets hit by his large truck. The large truck is driven by Common. Common gets out the car and you know, she faints in front of the truck, he picks her up and put her in a truck and he's trying to take her, you know, to a hospital that's nearby. And she wakes up and she's, you know, she's in a vehicle which she has no idea or concept about. And so even with that, I was sh- the whole time trying to figure out is she scared enough? Is she confused enough? Is her mm-hmm. interpretation of waking up in that kind of surroundings, seeing a man dressed like that, you know, pretty much floating in, in the air and quickly, mm-hmm. like how much? Do I believe her interpretation of her being in that situation? It was just a whole bunch of, <laughs> even a lack of questions that he had for her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. even with him doing a good thing and like, okay, if we almost hit somebody, the right thing would be to, to take him for help or wait there for help or something like that. He took it into his own hands, which makes sense because you know, if somebody sees us in the middle of nowhere, that's where we're probably going to end up dying because nobody's going to come for us. So we're going to have to start walking and find our own help. So even with that, it was just kind of like, is is, is she tripping off of the situation enough? Um, mm-hmm. Is he asking enough questions?
0: I think and- that's great as far as that, you know, you picked up on that because I was checking for that because like I said, I haven't seen her much as an adult. And I thought that she, um, you know, facial expressions wise, the way that, you know, body language wise, she was good. Um, but i think the dialogue was not <laughs> up to speed i think if you were a slave you wouldn't be as quick with your dialogue talking to a stranger you know what i mean you i'm not saying that i would say the dialogue would be slower because um you know you would re- be you weren't allowed to really speak much you know what i mean as a slave right. so you wouldn't be as quick-witted necessarily um as much as like i didn't hear her reflect, um, you know, reflect back on like, you know, on the plantation or the Massa or I'm gonna get in trouble or I've I'm, I'm escaped or it was more like, like you said, who are you, what is this thing, where are we going, what's up, you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. And like you said, his reaction was like, I just picked up this person that's dirty in this era dress, <laughs> you know what I mean, of slavery on the, on the highway. And right. I guess I'll take it to the hospital there wasn't enough questions about right. how she ended
1: there. And I think know? it was on purpose, so it wouldn't have to be any, so it wouldn't have to be addressed until they wanted to address it. And to me, that's not fair. You do mm-hmm. the work and you figure out what that would be. Or mm-hmm. you just don't show that segment. Mm-hmm. She could have passed out and woke up in a hospital bed. They could have skipped that whole uncomfortable mm-hmm. thing in the truck. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because yeah. you, you give me a, a place to get information and you're not giving it to me. Then, then why am I here? So that was just space that you know. If you're not gonna do anything with it, don't have me in there because it stands out that it's not happening, you know. Because they would have to speak, yeah, and they spoke, right? But then also in there, it'd be a lot of exposition going on, and there wasn't for as long as you've seen them inside that vehicle, right? You know, and that
0: that goes along with how does it move the story along? Right. So when you look at it, like you said, did that whole scene do anything for the story? No. It just showed that she was fearful because she was in a machine, you know, or whatever whatever she thought that was. Um, and It may have seemed like he was crazy because
1: he wasn't asking no questions. Like, you know, you don't just pick up nobody off the street and not say nothing. You know, right, first thing right. they'd be saying, like, who your family? And we do we do that to this day. Yeah, if it's somebody yeah, yeah. Like, who your family? So we know who to take you to or who you need to go see. Something. Something. Mm-hmm. He didn't
0: even ask if she had a cell phone. Well, exactly. I mean, they didn't back then. But,
1: saying, but, you making know. A,
0: joke, making yeah. a joke out of that. But, like, you're right. Like, where do you want me to take you? You want me to, you know, make a phone call? And, you know, the fact that he was like, there's a hospital right up here. Let me take you there. Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, why would you just... I mean, I guess you would take her to the hospital because she almost got hit. But, like, you said, let me drop you off there. Like, You'll be cool once I get you there, but what's going to happen after that?
1: Yeah. And and we knew better than that anyway. So, like, she didn't know who she was and all that. And he had to leave her there. And he kind of heard and saw the vehicle for this um, mental hospital Mm -hmm. that they were going to be taking her to. Um, He felt guilty, went back to get her, which I don't think we would just leave somebody there like that. And without them, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we kind of don't roll like that so he just took a long way around to doing what we thought he should have been doing in the first place
0: right? and it makes it
1: almost question him in the first place for even leaving then if anything it wasn't suspenseful because that's what he should have been doing it just made us look at him sideways for even leaving in the first place for thinking that was all Mm mhm right so they're doing stuff to kind of build things and to me all the stuff they're using to build is kind of taken away (laughs) from how to how I feel about the character, for one, and then also the, the situation.
0: And if you think about the times that it was that era was supposed to be like the 70s, right. when it was all black power and all of that kind of stuff. And right. it's like, oh, there's a hospital. I'm going to drop you off. You're going to be good, you know. And then, like you said, when you when he left and was like, mm, you know, obviously he was kind of a little bit torn. And then when he he came back and was like, oh, I know. Just trust me, I know. Let us know. <laughs> How about you give us a clue? You know. Oh, I know. I've had that experience. And she had to keep asking him in the hospital. What does that mean? You just picked a stranger up on the road, and that's where the dialogue comes in too. Right. Because they were like on the same level of communication, and they should not have been there. Right. She should have been. What the whole? And I don't want to be stereotypical of like, what we gonna do here? What you know what I mean? But like. Yeah. The dialogue were like, they were homies. And it was like, you should have always known that she was not going to make a connection because there was something going on. And it was just not there. It was just like, I know. Well, how do you know? I just know. I know. Well, what do you know? You know what I mean? It was just not there.
1: Yeah, her transformation sequence, the same thing came up with that too. Like, who are you? I'm Mm -hmm. me. I'm me. (laughs) Right, right right <laughs> Oh me Oh me <laughs> you know man, that's kind of how... <laughs> that's how that... <laughs> it's as if they went through all that stuff together right and they asked hey so what do you know about this gentleman here <laughs> right oh his name is franklin <laughs> okay hey dude what do you know about we... her oh her, her name's alice
0: right anything else you guys know about each other <laughs> no <laughs> she likes long dresses and jumping in front of trucks i, I don't know you
1: spent no. how long together and you right. guys don't nobody's asking anything and mm-hmm. you answering questions with questions and mm-hmm. and she's talking a, a lot considering where it was you know where she's from and what's happening but is not not saying anything because you can right. still say your situation just mm-hmm. like if you were talking to, if you ran to another slave out in the field, wouldn't you be like, "I came from slave master, blah blah blah," and that right. plantation is this way, blah blah. At least say that. At right. That's a, at least that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And start, you know, like she, like she was almost, on some parts, it's almost like she was embarrassed by it and was like, "Well, that ain't me no more." So I'm not gonna even talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. huh? Wait, exactly. that was your life yesterday. Exactly. You're not to the point of putting it behind me yet. That's still you. And if this worked like a regular movie, your butt would have been back up in there before this movie was over
0: anyway. Exactly. exactly. The first
1: thing that dude would have did was made a phone call talking about, hey, one escaped. They're heading towards the highway.
0: Exactly. Be on the lookout. Right. The police would have picked her up and took her back because that's the whole, like, they know about this thing over here. So yeah, that was, I don't know. I, that, that was bothersome that and then when they went to, he was like, oh, my, my brother owns this, you know, this business here.
1: Yeah, they uh, harvest blackberries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And then the brother was disappointed in him. Why? Like, why? Like, what, what's the dynamics there? What's going on between you and the brother? You know, yes. what's happening there? It wasn't developed. It just wasn't developed.
1: you know yeah because they had a little argument about the nod hey man are you okay he was like "Mm." and the girl was like a nod is not an answer right like he gets up and puffs up in his face you know a nod what a nod means you know a (laughs) nod is what a
0: (sighs) but a nod is a nod right a nod doesn't even have dialogue like they shouldn't even chose that dynamic because we know what a nod is we know what a nod is when we're out in america and we just do the like what's up glad you're here nod you know what i mean we're not speaking we're just nodding and that's it you know
1: i i I think i think he was trying to show his brother was concerned about what was on his mind because we knew that he was conflicted about not going with alice on his suicide mission but his brother never showed concern for him at all to the point where he's almost like he's gonna get rid of him if he kept messing up Mm-hmm. So if you're incompetent brother that gets on your nerves, unless you need anything from him, you just let me in the corner, you know, milling it over. Mm-hmm. Because he ain't going to say anything you want to hear or will make sense to you and probably going to piss you off if you heard what he had to say. Right. So they did that for us so we can see his conflict with not going through with the situation that he was asked to do. But this right. kind of goes back to after the hospital thing and his heart, makes him not want to leave her there and for whatever reason be it somebody got put into a mental hospital before that he saw that happened to or if it happened to him but he knows that that's where you go to get your head drilled in your brain drilled in he, he knew that much i guess but if you knew that then you know they're gonna be at those hospitals when somebody <laughs> who don't know who they are would be considered crazy and more than likely they'll put you in a mental hospital if not let you bleed out if that was your situation in the hospital. I was surprised that he saw the white nurse and didn't look sideways about it like you know what we're gonna find you another hospital i almost thought like the way that it was almost kind of set up i thought it was gonna be one of those kind of things or even her seeing the white nurse and being concerned and he explained to her like hey you know it's okay it's okay we got we got everybody here we got black nurses here we got white yeah you know, something
0: yeah, that is, that is true. It seems like she would have been like, oh, you know, this, this person is obviously an oppressor. And I just have to, you know, maybe even back up like, oh, I don't want to cause any trouble here. You know, no, or maybe even run out like, oh, no, you know, I don't, I don't want to be here. Yeah. The other thing, when you were mentioning the, the mental health aspect of it, I think that it's a disservice to not develop that plot and talk about mental health you know, as far as in our community, you know what I'm saying? So that was an opportunity for him to at least tell us, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a loved one and she had an issue and I brought her to a hospital and we thought she'd be okay and this thing happened to her. Instead of just, you know, being like, something happened, that's it. You know, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. And then we just see pictures. The pictures are supposed to describe or give us some kind of, um, I don't know, a plot we're supposed to make up ourselves or a narrative we have to make up ourselves of like, oh, there's a woman in the picture. Oh, they were together in this picture. Oh, she's uh, not here. What she's was not she in was, the house.
1: When she was going through his stuff?
0: Well, when you, I think tell, there, tell was me, still, there was still, <laughs> I think there tell was me, some- You about when she was going through his stuff or before that? Well, I thought there were some pictures like sitting on something. Okay. Like frame, a frame picture or two of him and a woman, you know? Okay. So when I saw that, I thought, well, obviously he, he had relationship with someone and she's no longer there um so i don't know i I feel like any opportunity even though it was staged in that era of the 70s i think that was a missed opportunity to talk about mental health
1: you know yeah and so i thought it was interesting one okay so it's at a hospital but that's fine but i didn't know what the likelihood of you know ebony magazine being there and then also a jet magazine being there we had Diana Ross hospital. on the cover. Yeah, in the hospital, which is fine. Yeah, but, right. I, you know, if it's a mixed mm-hmm. crowd there, I don't know if that would have been there. But what's even more interesting is when he got her and went home, he had the same two magazines, you know, on his table as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm like, okay, so you just, okay, I hear you. We're, we're in the 70s. Diana Ross is beautiful. You got Pam Greer here and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, hey, do you remember this? And he brings out the album cover. I know you know this song. <laughs> you know this jogging memory here's a phone you remember this i know you talk to your girls on the phone all the time i know y'all love this dude you picked her up on the highway
0: let's talk about cars <laughs> you know what i mean like right. right that's more relevant than what you're saying right now you know what i mean like right and, at and least make and even when he turns on the TV, for the
1: Sanford and Sun and then it's, you know, Pam Greer having an interview about her, her Foxy Brown character, I think it was, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, if they would have leaned into the danger of media and how they see us, good, bad, or indifferent, how that plays a part of us and how that's not the truth, that's not how you learn who you are, that's not, those are not vetted and uh, necessarily viable interpretations of, of Black culture. But they use that as as her learning method to inspire herself as she rebuilds herself. Like, if I got a mm-hmm. new Black body, would I feed that Black body that? Mm-hmm. And would that be okay? But just seeing it like that, I think it could have been a bigger lesson or or, or say something about that, you know?
0: How much more powerful would have been if they would have showed a clip from Roots? Yeah. That was in the 70s. That was around the time when Roots was out. You know, how much more powerful would have been if that was the first thing that she saw on TV? Like a trailer for Roots or something like that, you know? But before playing like stevie
1: wonder even though i love stevie wonder but even if they had did something you know by um what's his name gil scott heron or something something that was Mm -hmm. saying something because it seemed like he was part of the black panther party in some some kind of way he was tied into Mm -hmm. that that kind of thing that black power movement that kind of thing um so like i said the examples of stuff that was shown was very superficial not saying that stuff went beyond but it's almost like every channel he changed to at something else that I was like, ain't that much black on TV today. So for him to be back then flipping those channels and everything, we went from Sanford, to son to Pam Greer interview to some other black thing. And I'm like, I can do that today, mm-hmm. you know? And I understood the legwork they were trying to do, but it's, it's something about presentation is important too. Um, you, you, there's certain points and things you want to make. And like I said, I thought, and then her reading all those books and just learning sense of self and all, like, Okay, so it's been a day or two, and she went through Ooh. all those books. It's like, you know, they always talk about like there's only so many books you can read in a lifetime because you know how many pages and how much time it takes to read and you know, all that kind of stuff. And they had her just going through all these books and picking out these perfect pages that have the perfect thing that says what a slave is and what enslavement is and uh, you know emancipation and all this other kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. And he leaves her in his place, like. Say he's not paranoid, but how about just being a concerned person who you could tell is kind of out of it? But you just leave him in your house. People mm-hmm. don't even leave their own family members in their house, <laughs> and they know them. So, right. and just kind of <laughs> left her left her to the knowledge and the books and the TV and the his closet with the clippings that that lays out his whole situation allegedly, mm-hmm. you know, for her to interpret and all this that kind of stuff, and for her to be inspired to want to have an afro and find the the perfect leather revenge outfit to go pay back the aggressor you know how did the
0: bologna sandwich move the story along i thought
1: i thought too much mustard i I thought it was too much mustard personally
0: i I was offended because it wasn't fried so um that was a (laughs) way you gave her that bologna and you didn't even fry it yet? You didn't even teach her that lesson? The goodness of the fried baloney with the burnt ring around the, you know, the outside?
1: Like you already cheated her. With common and his character, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised he fed her. I was surprised he had food in the fridge. <laughs> and the fact that it was so crazy making her a bologna sandwich with all that mustard let me know that, you know, yeah. He's a single dude, and probably that's how he's living. And that's the first time he probably had to do anything for anybody to entertain or or give them food. So that's probably what he had in his fridge, and and it's probably he probably thought that was a real meal.
0: He did so, have cheese.
1: So and so, <laughs> so to me, I was tripping off the fact that he was proud of a bologna sandwich with too much mustard on it. Um, but
0: then it also kind of plays on like. There's scenes in movies with aliens where like, you know, the alien is trying something out for the first time and they're like, try it. It's, you know, it's this and it's delicious. And they, they eat all of it. You know what I mean? They want more and more and more. And it was just like, I don't, I don't understand how the bologna sandwich is going to move this along. I mean, I know people got to eat, right? Like if you said, you're hungry, you know, but I just didn't see how that was going to move things along. You know the only
1: thing that could have been worse than that if he would have pulled out some black ips and some greens and stuff and like hey you know you know my mom had cooked this old night we had it left over. <laughs> it's kind of like i wouldn't want for her to have every possible black experience quote unquote black experience in that one right. apartment within two days you know what i mean so so for her to get all this self-knowledge and black power and music and all this other kind of stuff and you know and soul food food and movies and all this in one one situation, I think it had been overkill.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. But he was very proud of. Like it. I said, I don't think it. Moved. Yeah, he he definitely was. He was like, you can you can have more if you want. Like I'm I'm good.
1: <laughs> so, what did you think of her journey of discovery that kind of happened inside that apartment while he was gone?
0: I thought it was, you know, it was it was like you said it was in what. 48 hours or 24 hours and then you know ultimately 48 hours um you know the fact that the phone um scared her at first and then you know he told her about how the um the phone book works and she was kind of scanning through those that I didn't quite understand I'm okay with like not knowing everything that's going to happen next Mm -hmm. but that thought process of like who is she calling didn't make sense. Like if you don't understand how the phone works, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a whole science behind Alexander Graham Bell. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't fully developed as much as it's like, oh, this is a thing you and your girlfriends talk on and the noise bothers you, but then all of a sudden you're calling somebody. Who could you be calling? You didn't give us a hint. You know, like that's the part with the show not tell thing where we needed to know, like she needed to say something out loud. Like, you know, I wonder if Rachel, it just, I can't even make up a scenario for it because it's almost like she figured out that there was two different worlds and she was going to contact Rachel, but we didn't know that she figured that out. So that part didn't, it just didn't make sense.
1: Yeah, because she figured it out through reading some books and some TV, some newspaper clippings, it was kind of not earned. Like you said, she just knew all this stuff. And she was emboldened. Because wouldn't you Mm -hmm. think that slave master is that way? Why would I want to contact anybody that's associated with him? Especially if you don't even understand Mm -hmm. the the concept of a police officer or whatnot and how that actually works in your power structure. And just because you see people with power... You know, as a slave, you know that somebody else's power don't necessarily mean your power. You know, it takes people a long time to find that for themselves and to sit in that and to be emboldened enough to flex it. So Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of interesting that she even thought that to the point that she would go to the wife and what are you going to do with that? And what besides her possibly kidnapping you and taking you back? What was the other part of that that you were going to do?
0: Did they show the wife over there? On the plantation?
1: No, they showed the guy's mother, but they never showed the wife. I I asked him the wife was dead Dead. or something until the son got brought from somewhere with a suitcase, something like. So where did he come from? Because like I was even thinking like back then, only way your wife probably wouldn't be there is for her to be dead. So it wouldn't be like, oh, I married that right. other slave right. owner on the other plantation and we're going to, you know, have vegetation days. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was weird too, but I don't mm-hmm. mind that because we were in current-ish times and we didn't know it. So to me, that was kind of cool because it's kind of like, where would that kid come from? And why would the mom not be there? If she's not dead, you know? So I just thought, you know, he was a, you know, widower and all, and he had his son and he had his mom. And so I didn't mind that part because I just took it as something that was going on and I wasn't for sure why.
0: Yeah, when I saw the boy with the suitcase and the father was talking to him, the first thing that stood out to me was his attire because the father had the dreary, dark clothes on and this kid like had a white outfit on. And I was like, w- where's he coming from? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was he was very young. Um, so for him to not be kind of dirty or have dark clothes on because of that era it was just kind of strange you know for me and he was indifferent to his father you know his father tried to engage him and he was just like whatever you know how school how school that stood out to me too like what do you, you know that's a very modern term like right. i don't i've in, in all the slave movies or stuff that i've read i've never really seen or heard anything where the father was engaged in like, how are you doing in school as much? You know what I mean? So that was interesting. That part was, was interesting.
1: Yeah. And they could have had school then, you know, just like they had church. But I did think it was interesting. Like, like I said, the boy would be coming out of nowhere like that. And like and the funny thing you said about the clothing and I saw them going to church. Right. And, you know, like you said, the slave owner was wearing kind of like his dreary color dreary. palette. Mm-hmm. And then also the other white ranch guy there is dressing like mm-hmm. that. And then you saw like, like um, the black women with these bright reds and different things in their outfits, right? And they're walking. And I was just thinking about how like black folks like bright colors and things like that. And this is the first time seeing that scene of them walking. It was a, it was a shot of them walking. We were looking at their back and they're walking towards something and they were going towards the church. This is the first time I saw that kind of thing in a movie and I thought, they got them black folks in those bright colors cause in just in case they had to run and you could see them mm-hmm. probably in the woods mm-hmm. with these bright colors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not so they could feel mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. and all this other kind of stuff, it's so they could see your butt when they're trying to chase you down or shoot you when you're trying to get away. And I've never thought that before until right. I saw it in this movie. I'm like, huh? But did the director put that in there intentionally? Probably not, but it was interesting to me that, right. the f- cost- that when I saw that, I'm like, huh? <laughs> Do we like bright colors because of a different reason than, you know, because sometimes, you know, we just be used to certain things and we just don't know how the origins of those things. It's just tradition (laughs) Mm -hmm. or it's just taste. Taste has been modified. Your taste is whatever you're conditioned to like or appreciate. It's not always the truth of it. You know, it's a lot of bad things that we like and that we gravitate to. But that's the first time I've ever seen like the head
0: wrap that the head wraps were worn because women weren't allowed to show their hair you know, their natural hair. So they had to cover their heads and, you know, whatever we do, we try to make it beautiful. You know what I mean? So right. it turned into something completely different. Yeah. But when we were talking about, um, you know, her visiting the uh the wife, I didn't get that. I didn't understand why we were just meeting the wife at that time. I didn't understand how the wife left there. I didn't understand if the wife was like, at first when I saw the wife, I was like, oh, she's not one of the good guys but like Great. oh she was like different to that whole situation She's like, I'm out you know I can't I can't do this but then she's like you know we were good to you you know yeah. you know like gal you should be glad she probably brought the most genuine authentic dialogue from that era to the modern times as opposed to when she was talking to Common. you know what I mean. Like yeah. when she was talking to that woman, you felt like they had a relationship. Like oh, they they go back, you know right. what I mean. And the vernacular that she was using was appropriate for what role she was in the in that era or the that scene that you know that we didn't see her in. We did right. we never even saw her on that plantation, but she brought that to the Martin times, you right. know. So. I was confused as to, like, I thought she was going to say, because she met her. She was like, oh, okay, I'll meet you. So I thought it was going to be like, well, I want to apologize. You know, that was wrong. And I realized it and that's why I left. And, you
1: know, I thought she was going to meet her with her husband or ex-husband in the car with her to go take her butt back. Because the thing about it is if she was that bit out about it, I think she would have called the cops and, and said something about that mess a long time ago right i don't think she would have she had like a guilty heart and went on with her life and talking about those right. poor poor black folks on that plantation no she went on about her business so i figured she was she was fine with it she just didn't care about that dude no more she was right. tired of him or missed shopping or whatever she missed or whatever her girlfriends or whatever but i didn't think it was because of no guilty heart because like if that was the case i think that thing would have shut down a long time ago
0: that's true but then what's the premise of her being in modern times is it you know, tell me something. Like you said, I don't want to be there anymore. I like to be in here, but you know, I didn't say anything because that's making my money. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the purpose of the plantation? You know, was he, you know, growing blackberries or whatever the situation was? Did we know that he was a producer of some, you know, vast situation that, that was needed and that's why he kept that up? Because one point I thought, I thought it was kind of like a Juneteenth kind of scenario. When Mm -hmm. I first started watching it too, I was like, you know, maybe it's like, because I didn't get into like the fact that it was in like Maryland or something. You know what I mean? I was like, I think just looking at it like, okay, well, maybe it's like a Juneteenth scenario where the slaves were freed, but they didn't tell, you know, these folks over here, uh, they've been enslaved, you know, in all this time. And now they're going to find out. I just had a lot of scenarios like that.
1: I'm sure they're producing something and I'm sure like those folks, even back then who didn't want to give it up, even when the law had changed, they didn't want to give it up. So Mm someone, somebody somebody not wanting to give up power, I think that's the reason (laughs) they don't want to give up the power more so than it being wrong or right or what the law says, I think that, you know, if it's working for them then you know most people are not going to change anyway good bad or indifferent it's kind of like if it's working for them they'll they'll keep it going
0: Um, and that goes back to how long was that plantation going is it generational you know it has to be because remember you know her husband's father's father and all of that kind of stuff you know what mm -hmm. i mean so that would have been interesting if that was developed a little bit more but I think also if we think about like the black exploitation era some of us are are fine with it and and great with it it brought us you know as, as black folks it empowered us and we hold that that era dearly to ourselves and some um folks look at it as you know it being black exploitation and like it wasn't the films weren't good films you know they were just you know representation of us and it wasn't how all of us actually were. Well, you know, without telling my age, um, 102. um, (laughs) I remember going to those movies. My mom took us to those movies. And we were very young, but that's what we had back then. You know, we had those movies and it was about, it was about seeing Black folks on the screen. And I remember going to like, you know, drive-in movies and seeing them. And I think I had a conversation with my brother at one point, like, I just realized there was a lot of stuff going on in those films that we probably shouldn't have seen but for you know for black folks at that time it was about representation it was about the fact that you could take your kids to those movies and they could see black people empowering you know themselves and and going against the grain of what was going on in the 70s I saw Lady Sings the Blues and I from that time on have a great fondness for Billy Holiday one of my my favorite singers. I knew that's that's why I wanted to become a singer, was because of Billie Holiday, because she's you know a jazz singer. So, I have a connection to the that era. But as an adult, I can look at it in two different ways of like, oh, that probably wasn't that good. That, you know, Pam Greer was probably exploited in in the sense of the way that her body was shaped. You know, there were probably some scenes that probably could have done without just exploiting her as a woman, as a female, as a Black woman. But she owned herself. She knew what she was doing and she owned it in the way that she presented herself and she acted. She was a superhero to anybody to watch those films.
1: I think Black folks are good at bypassing the parts that we feel don't apply to us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like, especially like, like those types of movies and stuff. To me, it's almost kind of like, and you're hungry and you starve, you're gonna eat it even if it's not stuff in there that you want. And then the mm-hmm. parts you really dig into are the parts you like, that you feel is gonna nourish you. And then the parts you don't like, you either spit them out or you just ignore them on the plate. That's how you could watch something that's probably got a whole bunch of crazy stuff in it and still just see positivity out of it, mm-hmm. you know? Or see heroicism, even though some other stuff might be happening. So you kind of just take what applies to us and we're just really good at, like I said, picking out the parts that we want, the stuff that don't apply, we just leave it on the plate. And that's with anything, with food, with movies and music and whatever. And that's how even though it could be something that could be negative or have a whole bunch of different kind of landmines in it, we could still find something in there for us. Somebody else would just see it as just junk, or they might see it as just evil or exploitative or whatever. And we'd be like, no. You know you might see him as a bad guy but for us he's our hero Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that's why you can't let people dictate what people or things are to us because the way they see it and their interpretation will never match ours i think it's just something that you know we had to deal with and we figured out a way to find what we need even when Mm -hmm. it's in scarcity other folks they don't have to necessarily deal with it like that so they they could just say hey i don't want this one yeah Mm -hmm. because you have 30 other ones if we only have two right we'll take the good one and the bad one and find out what's good in the bad one too
0: exactly exactly that's true that's true and i i could see the pitch or the scenario for this if you look at it like black enslaved woman you know like you said wants to escape but meets the 1970s era kind of thing i could see it floating around in your head you know, saying this is, and it's a little bit of a play on the village, you know, that she's in this community and comes out on the other side. I could see a little bit of a play on it of time traveling in some way, you know what I mean? I think that probably would've been a good development in it somehow, you know what I mean? Maybe if we took the parachuter and called him a time traveler, and that set up some kind of premise of like, her it being a a time traveling situation but but it's not you know what I mean so I think that what they were trying to do is really just empower her from being a slave to being like Cleopatra Jones you know what I mean
1: because even
0: in the way that she was speaking to um, the mistress or the I don't know what you call her the master's wife she was speaking to her like she was empowered like you're not going to do anything to me and you know the fact that she slapped her and all of that stuff too but it was just you know
1: But that's why I thought the way she got to that point was too quick. That's why when that happened, I was kind of surprised. But I'll tell you, my favorite part of that diner scene was the boy saying, like, hey, Alice, I'm hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody serves you. I'm like, she didn't flinch on it. It was like, it was a day ago. You know what I mean? Or two days ago. And she's just all of a sudden just like, I know who I am because I read all day and watched some TV. And it was just like. And then, like I said, to be bold enough to even go into the face of danger like that, right, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it could have went bad. They could have been she could have been there to grab her to take her back. And if that would have right. happened in the movie, I wouldn't have been surprised. But it didn't happen. So that was fine. They end up going to go see uh, the Pam Greer movie and everything. Right. And she sees that movie and she gets the bright idea of I'm gonna go back to that slave owner. And I'm gonna take his ass out. Right. That's interesting. That's interesting, <laughs> right? Okay. Right. You know, from a movie. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's how real life works. Okay. And so they going back and strategizing what they gonna do. And this is how we gonna, we got a map and blah, blah, blah. And come and walks out and be like, hey, we gonna need these. A handgun, one. Mm-hmm. A shotgun, one. Mm-hmm. We gonna need mm-hmm. these. Mm-hmm. Now you're going onto a plantation. Right. You know nothing about in the middle of the forest. You in what army? A slave two days freed. Right this black empowerment guy who's, you know, gave up on the on the movement because the movement gave up on him. Mm-hmm. And they gonna go with a handgun and a shotgun into the woods, into this plantation where these people could be heavily armed or whatever. And you don't even know if the, the people you go in there to try to save is gonna turn on you. You don't know none of that stuff.
0: So That's the point. <laughs> she never said, I don't remember hearing a, a whole like dialogue about where she was from. She said, my family. I didn't remember her saying anything about you know they're being enslaved you know we need to go rescue them from a plantation it was just like they're somewhere and we need to go get them because i'm going with or without you you know what i mean like yeah but we know that's what the situation (laughs) but be her calling it or not
1: because she was saying that she's gonna burn it down I wouldn't go into a, a person's house with one handgun and a shotgun and I don't know where I'm going. So I thought I was just right. kind of interesting. So, you know, when Common was acting like he didn't want to go, he was just like, you know what, I ain't gonna do this. But to not even offer his own, you know, maybe his brothers in the Black Panther, hey, we gonna get to call the guys up. We're gonna we're gonna come back and handle this, you know? Mm-hmm. Me me and our army, we're gonna bring these folks, you know, or or call the police, the police you do trust, or whatever. You know, but it was just like this thing like we're just gonna go in there, us two, we're gonna go in there and you know, you barely got her off the street. You can't even take her to the hospital, right? Oh, so even that didn't go well. Drop her off, oh, I can't leave her here. Let me
0: take her back up, you know? And so you go go into the situation that- That's where the development comes in because it needed to be a connection. He needed to feel a connection. And I think that's why I was, when I was talking about the part about, I wish there was like a break with her where she was just like, I figured all of this stuff out, you know, I was a slave, you know what I mean? And I left my people there and, and I got to go back and get them and just some kind of connection where maybe he tells us what happened with the woman that he lost or something. You know what I mean? There was no real connection made to make him want to go, except for the fact that she was going with or without him. That's the way that I felt about it. He was like, okay, you know,
1: I'll ride. They they had, like I said, it was they couldn't have none of that stuff because they didn't have any time. There's no it's no way. There's no way. Yeah. She don't know if yeah. she could trust him. He sure don't know that he could trust her. You don't know to trust him. how do you know that, that she ain't going out there recruiting him? What well, if the twist was she was out there to trick him to get him get him on a plantation. And that's how the that slave owner would get get recruits. They needed more black nope. men because the black man her black man died, right? So we need another, right. we need another stud, right? Go out there, looking hurt, get in front of a truck, you know,
0: lock in with him, bring him on back, bring him on back. Right. That would have been a good plot. That right there is part two. So that would have been that would have been a good plot.
1: You know um, what I'm saying? Though, like something, but but to think you. So it's it's crazy that she even thought that that plan, and it's crazy especially because she got inspired by that movie, and as a grown man, he should have been there and saying why this wouldn't work and this is a better way for us to do it. You know, mm-hmm. let's get the authorities let's get the, or whatever, or if we're gonna keep it off off the books, I got some boys let's work this out. But to be like, I'm gonna go and ride with that and then, you know, he stands her up and that's when, you know, he gets into it with his brother, like, you alright man? Was it not me? You do the that's when all that stuff came up. So we're just kinda, you know but then they decide they're gonna ride and they, they go to the outskirts of the plantation and, and set it on fire.
0: So does a film need to have a connection between a male and a female? I mean, obviously that was I, vacant for a reason. Yes, know.
1: yeah, and I was surprised because I was kind of mm-hmm. wondering, not that I would have wanted it, but the trope is so common that mm-hmm. the fact that it didn't happen, I was wondering what's up with that. Now, right. now, the reason why it wasn't, I found out later on, wasn't what I thought but but the, the lack of of a relationship i thought was kind of weird and, and it would have been weird anyway because it shouldn't have not that quickly not that way it's almost like you're taking advantage of somebody who's younger yeah. than you or something yeah. or that's not or quite instantly. right that's not fair right yeah. that's, that's right. not right and it should not happen but the lack of it even though it should not have been for those reasons mm-hmm. if it wasn't to, for some other thing that was going to come up later it would have happened and it still would have yeah. been wrong yeah but it was omitted for different reasons, even though it should have been omitted because it had been wrong.
0: Right, right. But that's where the part comes in when you were saying he could have got reinforcement like the Black Panthers or the police to, to help out. But the part that's missing is, what's my investment in, in this? Why am I going to help you out with this? And that's where I feel like there should have been some smidget of a connection between them. It didn't have to be intimate. Or anything like that, but some kind of break of like just some commonality that I just didn't see except for the fact that they had the same skin color, you know, and that was it. Yeah. The only reason I took
1: it as is one, she was asking, and two, it was oppression of black people, even though he didn't know who the people were.
0: Gotcha. But gotcha. but then
1: also he shouldn't have been like, Hey, gave up on the struggle because the struggle gave up on on itself. You know, I mm-hmm. didn't really like that answer either. Even though mm-hmm. I kinda understand but it was just kinda like how deep was he into it? He's he looked like he got hurt even just, you know, being a part of it. So I, I don't know. It wasn't really enough. Um yeah. But it ends up where, you know, they go and this amazing outlandish plan ends up it works. working. Ends up working.
0: I mean, if we're gonna talk about that, then we talk about the fact that she, you know, get in the house, yeah. sit on the bed.
1: Yeah. I like that callback. You know what I
0: mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. if that wasn't part of a foxy brown coffee black exploitation mm-hmm. scene, that's exactly what that was. I can mm-hmm. tell you, you know, we, we've seen that. Her mm-hmm. come in with a gun, with right. the afro, and, oh, you're gonna get it kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I can't say that that wasn't predictable. You know, that part was, was, um, was gonna, was bound to happen. But when she came out, and the husband limped over. Yeah. that was that was too much for me. I
1: just... <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I I was pretty I was glad it was ending at that part. Cause I was like, that man was dead.
1: He yes. was dead. The he reason why dead. she left. The reason why she left in the first place. Right. But only thing I thought when I saw him limp out was like, that's why she didn't hook up with
0: Common. As soon as I saw that, I thought, right. okay, that's why. I was but wondering. But that was in. That was in the writer's mind, but it didn't tell us anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah. writer was like, oh, that's not gonna be ethical to like have her fall in love with this guy or have any affection right. towards him because the husband's still alive. Well, right. we didn't know anything about that. There was right. nothing, you know, maybe if she thought he was dead, but yeah. there was some kind of flash to the plantation and somebody was mending him or something like that, then we'd yeah. be like, oh, he's still, he's still around, you know? Maybe there's I, hope I, or something.
1: I didn't mind it only because like I said, I don't think they, they should have a relationship anyway. But the reason why they didn't have a relationship, I thought was it was because it was something else going on. But what I'm uh-huh. saying, is, technically, there shouldn't have been a relationship between them anyway. I right. don't feel. Right. So right. It, it, was, it was the right thing, but for different reasons. Right. Right. So, right. I, so to me, me thinking he was dead, he didn't make a difference. I just knew why everything else was falling into these hard tropes so i was wondering how come not that one you hit every right, hole right. in the garden except for this one why 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 this one why you knew to jump over this one but everything else that's what i'm saying it's hard to tell somebody's intentions when you don't know like they don't have a history like this is their first time writing and first time directing so i couldn't tell what was mm-hmm. on purpose and what was on accident and and this movie to me even though like i said it's a great concept it's just like i said it was just just. It wasn't really, to me, incapable hands. And and that mm-hmm. it was like a lot of missed opportunities. And and even if it would have chose a genre, but it was like a slave movie. It was a fish out of water movie. It was a black empowerment. The fact that even had to call Alice. Even if it was like Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, I know that was you know part of it, I'm sure. But even if it was something that was almost surreal, where unquestioned mm-hmm. stuff or weird, mm-hmm. th- if you had made the environment or the movie Kind of trippy in a way because the idea is kind of trippy in a way then you would excuse some of the stuff that you need to make sense because you know like the world is Mm -hmm. off and therefore all rules don't apply it is what it tells you it is but if you're telling me this is Mm -hmm. my world 70s which is highly documented we saw plenty of examples of it we got people still alive that could talk about it and you're trying to play it straightforward then and you're not equipped oh no it's a no everything yeah you better make it a world I can't call back on and call you out on it because I don't know it but Right? if you saying this is my right. world and this is my situation mm-hmm. my people and this kind of thing and you feed me this no I will not let that mm-hmm. through no I don't accept it and it and would it's take your
0: world across the highway too it's just across right. the highway exactly, exactly. that's all you- Exactly. Style. Yeah. So, so yeah.
1: the way so the yeah. way their relationship was, was handled, the conversations, the talk, the, the way stuff was let out, the, the moves and decisions that she made, all that stuff, all the decisions and stuff that Common made, it was just all all crazy. And I know people feel a way yeah. about uh Quentin Tarantino, but to me, this movie in his hands would have been a different thing. This would have been mm-hmm. at least it would seem like it would have been competent, at least, or even M. Night. You know, I think that I think or, or Jordan Peele, some some folks like that. Mm-hmm. I think that this would be a great concept for them because it's almost kind of like how Annabelle was. I had different issues with that movie, even though I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this one, but it was just issues. But um, even with that, you could tell those are newer ish directors and stuff, even though it was very clean looking and the production value and the costuming mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But even that stuff, even that movie kind of fell into certain things that I thought like, yeah, you could have. This could have been tighter. This could have been, you know. And so, uh, it's it's hard. Like I said, it's not that these movies are necessarily great to me, but I will say that at least they're trying something different. And if it was a straight slave movie, I wouldn't have watched them. So I will say that the twist that they're adding to it or making it something different of how could this be with this is getting me there. Um, Even though I don't necessarily care for the execution of it all the way, I do appreciate the concept and the idea of it, but this might be the future movie that is going to blow my mind that I always wanted these other movies to be, you know? So I kind of think of it like that too.
0: That's that's interesting Um, because I just keep seeing it as a movie that's pieces of different movies kind of put together as opposed to like a full-on concept. You know, like I said earlier, I was waiting for the time traveler aspect. And like you said, if that's the trippy part to you, like something that catapults you over to the other side instead of just walking over there and it just being like, okay, I'm just going to deal with the reality of what's, what's on the other side and I'm going to get it within 24 hours. You know, if there was a couple of like, You know, the the fact that she was self-taught in that time is also kind of an issue as opposed to, instead of him saying, you should know these things and him like teaching her some stuff would have been developmentally, you know, better. I thought that she did the best that she could with what she had, you know, as far as her acting. I also thought the the little boy, how indifferent he was when he came in the cafe, like, okay, you know, like, Mm Doesn't he have some mental issues? Like, you know, he was on the plantation and now he's in modern time and he's seen people being killed. They were killed over there. This wasn't even like a play. This was real life. Like people died over there. And, you know, so he's just going in between worlds and it's, you know, not affecting him. So I think it needed another year of development. I think it needed like a a mentor to kind of just go okay so what is what is this part doing like why do we need that like kill your darlings here you know what i mean like you know you might love it but it's not it's not moving it so you just got to take it out you know
1: yeah but i think like most movies they are interpretation or a combination of a whole bunch of other stuff anyway i don't really think it's too many original stories Because most movies I see, they remind me of something else. But sometimes it's like, did they pull it off better than the other thing? Like we saw Mm -hmm. plenty of like The Matrix and The Matrix was a basic movie. But it was done, you know, in a way where a lot of people, you know, connected to it. But I've seen plenty of movies where the person's walking around and they're the one and don't know they're the one. The Last Dragon's like that. Leroy walking around Mm -hmm. looking for the master, and he was the master the whole time. Neo looking for the one, he was the one the whole time. Got somebody trying to tell Mm -hmm. him you're the one, got the lady friend saying, hey, you're the one, still don't understand the other one, till you come across Show Nuff, or you come across Agent Smith, and you realize in that moment, stop, I'm the one. You know, they all have those Mm -hmm. points, you know? Mm -hmm. One's an underground cult, and one was a mega success. I like Last Dragon better, but I'm just saying, Mm They had the extra, you know, they're both Kung Fu movies, you know, so movies are, it's just about timing and nuances and flavoring that kind of dictates and timing um, how successful a movie works or if it works better or, you know, or not for an audience. And like I said, so sometimes I see ideas come along and I'm thinking like, okay, I hope this is going to be the one. I hope it's going to be like the, the commercial. Cause sometimes the, the trailers, even though I don't like them giving away too much, sometimes they can whittle down the essence of what's supposed to be happening and the only time that you when you see the movie when they have to fill in the spaces in between is where it went wrong it wasn't the the points Mm -hmm. the points are cool it's just the in between how you got from point a to point b is hard that's when Mm they kind of you know the truth comes out about what you're dealing with and so like i said this could possibly be a movie like i'm like yeah they didn't quite do it right but then that gave me an idea for this right I, i think it's just like with music you that beat The beat can be used a whole bunch of times but if somebody did it a little bit different and flipped it you know like they're not changing making up any new notes and a lot of scales are redone and the beats and the bpms are all the same and stuff like that but if somebody put violins on top of that beat and the other person didn't that other person might have a hit off that same beat i just had that song out a year ago nobody listened to it but they put violins on top of it or the right voice then it's just like this brand new thing and so I think I think art and stuff is like that. I think movies and music is like that. And it's just I think there's information that could be learned and stuff could come from stuff even when it's not you know executed the best. I guess, yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I think the premise I think the premise of it was was a good idea. You know, as far as just the pitch of it, like I said, yeah. I could see the pitch going. I could see them standing in front of someone giving them this pitch and people getting really excited about it, you know, just thinking, you know, because these are two different eras, you know what I mean, and they're both the theme of both of them is is exploitation, you know. I could definitely see that being a big grab for someone to say, well, yeah. I, that's that's a different spin on it, you know, um yeah. that might that might be something I'd like to see. But it's all in the development. It's yeah. all in the You know, how do you get from this point to this point to this point? Like the three different points of it. Like, how's it going to end? You know, um, what's the audience going to gain from it? Not that you should um, make the film for the audience necessarily, but what are they going to gain from it? How are they going to walk out at the end, you know, after this movie is is over with? I think as when you write scripts, you know, um, if you tend to think that way, sometimes it helps with the development But if you're basing it just off of like the get, Mm -hmm. which is, it's different. No no one's ever done this before. So I just want to stick with that pitch and that's it. And you don't develop it as well. That's when your films suffer. And not only your films suffer, but your actors suffer too. Cause Mm -hmm. you know, like I was saying before it matched his and it doesn't make any sense because she was a slave and she shouldn't be as quick like that. But if it's written like that, that comes in the writing and the dialogue and, right. you know, actors act out what they see on the page. And if you don't keep in mind that these people are from two different eras and they shouldn't be communicating on that same level in that same era, that makes the film better too. Cause she should have always been a bit slower, a little yeah. bit behind in the whole movie, just a tad, not even a tad, just behind, yeah. you know,
1: I think it was a big jump, because they had a big mission, was the fact that you're gonna take somebody from a slave to Foxy Brown mm-hmm. in less than two hours. That right. should be like, that's not possible. That's what that answer should have been. Like, no, right. doesn't it... <laughs> no.
0: With just a wardrobe change and a haircut, that's all it took. I mean, afros are empowering, so.
1: Like I said, I was almost insulted by seeing that same Jet and Ebony magazine in the (laughs) hospital and on his table, and that's what she kept looking at. And then the, you know, encyclopedias and books and all that kind of stuff. That's like saying, you know, walking from California to New York in one day. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not being dismissive or somebody who's not believing in somebody's dream when the reality is that's too much to cover in, in a short amount of time. Like I said, that's why way to take a nuanced director who could find out ways to do shorthand to those things to fill in that spaces to make that happen. Because we've seen things that cover a whole bunch of spans within two hours, and it's a journey. Epic movies would be only two hours long, and you saw this person who became nothing to become a king. So we've seen that happen before. To me, it was just like a case of not being able to execute, but the idea I thought was interesting. And I'm not saying this was a great movie. And the reason why I even suggested it to you after I saw it is because those things like, you know, you being into film and stuff and then black mm-hmm. studies and an artist yourself and stuff like that. I thought this would be an interesting conversation about a movie like this. But would it be a movie that I would think would be for everybody? No, I think it's a rough one to kind of sit through. But I thought it was interesting that somebody went for it. Yeah. <laughs> and just to kind of just see it for what it was. And, you know, because I, I kind of like everything do i intentionally go into bad movies or movies i think i'm not gonna like no but if i take a chance on a movie and it happens to be bumpy then it's like okay what's something that i at least could get out of it far as like potential or did i see what they were trying to do or whatnot and
0: um, that is a valid point because there's there's two things i also think budget issues you know i think like how much do they have to work with you know what i mean and like you know did they offer a larger amount and then it was whittled down to a, a smaller amount, or was it sold by? Oh, we can make this in X amount of time right. on this budget, and we'll just make it a you know whatever amount of day shoot or something like that. So I think those things probably play into it that we oh. don't know, but it, it's I think that's common that we can believe that that happened that they made the film you know in mm-hmm. within 24 hour, 48 hour kind of period. But I think that it does make sense what you said, you know, and as a person who likes films, there's nothing wrong with you going to a film and saying it's not. it doesn't appear to be as appealing to me by the way of the trailer, mm-hmm. but I'm here to learn. And if it meets my expectations, then I didn't I didn't lose any money. Right, and if right. your expectations was it's probably not going to be as great as I thought it was because of the trailer, you know, then you've learned something from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If especially if you're a film buff or you want to write a script, mm-hmm. there's no bad movie if you want to write a script because you're learning from every single movie that you go to. I don't. I think they both produced the the movie as well. I thought I saw their name on there as as producers.
1: I know I saw a common's name on there. I'm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Kiki too, but I remember seeing common name uh, mm-hmm. under the producer. For sure. And like I said, the writer and director, she is brand new. I went to go see what else that she's done. And this was it. Her name was uh, Christian Ver Linden. So I'm curious to try to see if they do any interviews and stuff, just, just so I could see where they were going. Cause like I said, even if they would have did this in a tone of a, a black exploitation movie, like, like it got towards the end, if the first part was done in that way too, Mm-hmm. At least tie it together, um, but you, you got to pick something. And it's more like you conform, for, conforming what you want to do into a certain style than it is having two separate things and sticking them together and thinking that just because I put them next to each other, that they're connected. That line in the road when that car went by was a different than the previous plantation part. Right. And just because that line was there, you still should feel like you're in the same world. Even if it's supposed to be a different world from the world you've seen before, it still needs to be within that world to me mm-hmm. for it to gel. Make it consistent. The whole thing. To me, the the slave part kind of read more straight than the rest of it. Right. You know, it's right. like, okay, if you're on a plantation talking choppy and mm-hmm. and unclear and stuff seems unkiltered and this, this, that, that makes sense. But you go into the 70s and you're supposed to be, you know, this. Like I said, this black dude that's, you know, part of the the movement and all this other kind of stuff. And he didn't seem like nobody I would know. Mm -hmm. Even the way he dealt with stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my mom's house and there's some stuff in there. And my brother has a bit like I'm learning all the stuff about all these other people. And he's Mm -hmm. the one of the main people right and like you said instead of making a a sandwich we Mm need to know what was going on from something i'd have been fine if he was like you know what we're not leaving here until i let you know what's going on right i mean they would have had to have a conversation of what she went through because he don't know so he's thinking she's crazy and she's holding information and it's not because she can't express herself it's Mm -hmm. because for whatever reason they didn't want her to say it yet because we don't need to know as an audience yet Mm -hmm. so that whole conversation she had with slave owner's wife Should've been the same as she had with Common. Right.
0: But look how he found out. We didn't even talk about that. He snuck into the cafe, like, and ear hustled that whole situation. Like, okay. And then he was like, you can't react like that, but still didn't discuss what he heard in that cafe.
1: And that was my point earlier about how she almost seemed embarrassed by Mm it. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, huh? Like, Alice. And she was looking like, like, what? Like, you heard me say that? Like, what do you mean you embarrassed? You were you didn't know what it was t- a day ago. That's right, what I'm saying. Right. I, I thought it was weird that she felt embarrassed about the scenario. Like, she couldn't tell him because what, what he might think of her after she tells him. Even mm-hmm. though she done found her looking crazy in the middle of the street right, in the first place. And worse, Like, if anybody <laughs> would feel comfortable saying anything bad about themselves or something that's, you know, maybe not in the greatest light is the person who found you in the dark. Mm-hmm. So I right. didn't understand where that came from, mm-hmm. you know, besides it just being a plot point to let us know on the director's timeline of when they want you to know versus, you know, the natural progression of things. Like I said, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have left her in the house. I don't think she would, he would left her in the hospital. I don't think that he would have let her go back to the plantation without no backup. I don't think a right. lot of stuff. I don't think that she right. would have have her in that state and not understand. Let me see what I can do to help you get back right. Let me let you know what's going on. These people ain't right. This isn't this, mm-hmm. this. You know that you shouldn't be going through that. You know, she found too much on her own.
0: Yeah. So you organically, know? the whole, like, once he found her and put her in the truck, I don't know, maybe it would have been a car. And he just took her home. You know, she fainted again. You know, when she came in, tossing and turning or whatever. And then, what happened to you? What What's this about? Oh, I just ran from the plantation. You know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if he had a warrant and he was gonna take her to the hospital, he saw the cops out there. Like, oh, we can't go in here. hmm
0: That's true because like, anything. In the yeah. Right. Anything. Right.
1: And he saw she was okay. Then okay, let me call my my sister. You know, if she's a nurse. She could probably help you out. Hey, man, Franklin, what's going on with this girl?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's going on? Her? You on can't the kids her here. What's going on with the Highway? Mm-hmm. What's going on with that?
0: Mm-hmm. Something, right? Something. Even well, there was a brother that could have been developed yeah. more in that sense. Like she could have been brought inside of the brother's business, and he could have mm-hmm. been like, "Man, I just found her on the highway," and they could have both been like, yeah. "Something."
1: Like I said, we could have even went without even meeting the brother. The brother yeah, was just true. there to beat up on him, and we don't know why right. he's hard on him. He just right. tells you he's a screw-up, which we could tell already because he seemed right. confused already. Yes, yeah, so I think that's the only reason why the brother was there. And But I did think it was kind of interesting, not necessarily funny, but interesting when they drove up and she saw those Mexicans on the plantation.
0: Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind that because it,
1: it says a lot.
0: Yeah. You know? So I, I thought it was very interesting. To... The premise behind that of like, yeah. look, you know, this is a modern day situation, right? So yeah. I didn't
1: mind that scene, but like I said, the right. brother could have been, you know, unseen. But like I right. said, they needed for him to ask him, was that, you know, chin check mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and right. So
1: he could puff up about that, but mm-hmm. you know, so. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I hope me suggesting this movie don't have you thinking that, you know, uh, I have crazy taste in movies, but I just thought it would be worth it. I thought exa- this movie was for the conversation. I,
0: that's exactly what I thought when you first uh, recommended. <laughs> no, no, I'm, you know, I'm, a, like I said, a movie buff and, and just you know, would I have seen it probably on my own? I don't follow her as much. You know, I saw her acting when she was younger. And it just didn't cross my path. Like I said, I, I, I enjoyed and, you know, probably still do um, slave narratives, but accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I said, like 12 years of slave. If it's something that's gonna teach me something, if I'm gonna get some history out of it, then I'm bored. I didn't gain any history out of this because it was two eras that I knew about. I like the fact that you mentioned earlier that we didn't have any issue with the slave era. That was developed okay. Um, we had issues with things that were unnecessarily placed there things that didn't need to be added but all the actors and everything played their part well in that scene um Mm -hmm. it was just the other side like you know so so did you see Annabelle? i didn't because i'm (laughs) i don't like horror movies as much like I, i i'm a fan of Hill. this isn't his movie it's not no but it's still like a horror movie like that genre though right
1: i'll say this it's not a horror movie
0: it's not? Okay, now don't, you're gonna...
1: Don't watch the trailer and check it okay, out.
0: Okay, now I gotta wait, that's my next assignment. Yeah, check Are it you out. sure it's not a... Isn't it like, okay, describe the poster to me. What does the poster look like? Cause I go by posters. The poster is,
1: I think it's Jan- Janelle Monet's face and it's like a butterfly or something like on the poster. Okay.
0: So it wasn't anything haunting or anything. Slavery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was haunting. Okay, tell me a little bit about this. Was she... It wasn't like a time traveling situation, was it? I'm not gonna say. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna say it wasn't a horror movie. I don't know. When you have slavery movies, what's the worst monster than the Slave Master? Yeah, you got me. You know what I mean though? Yeah, it's true. There's nothing else more haunting. Even the ghosts are from you. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Right?
1: And the first time I ever saw a monster bigger than the Slave Masters was on Lovecraft.
0: Yeah, I couldn't watch that. Are you serious? I, I could not watch wow. that. I saw the beginning of it, it where it was crazy. like, yeah, when it was when they were traveling and stuff, but then when they got to that house, I was like, I, I, I can't, I can't no, do
1: it. You have I, to? I, you, I oh. cannot, I cannot,
0: ooh, I cannot.
1: Ooh. I'm I not gonna get into it, it but ooh. I, oh, you
0: guys will just tell man. me all about it because I can't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, so you I'm saw the telling- first episode? You saw the first episode?
0: I saw. I watched up until they got to the house, and oh, okay. Did you see? So there was something going on where they were trying to like attack the folks there or something. Yeah, it was,
1: so they got to the big old mansion thing, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, you might as well just tell me everything about that,
1: because that had some horror in it. That did. Yeah. Because each episode yeah. was like a different kind of kind of a thing. So that's more yeah. horror, but the way that we the way we were represented in it made it beautiful. really very 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 powerful because yeah because some of it was creepy to me too and i was kind of like ooh but in that world even though they were like the evil that white people were doing it was the slave masters and you had the you know everything was kind of like segregated or whatnot and even though black folks was preyed upon the whole thing about that was kind of like even though you had these white folks that had magic that was after the black folks and stuff that magic came from the black folks Hmm. and they were the real heirs to that magic
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they wanted
1: to keep them away from getting what was their birthrights. Okay. And them getting a hold of it and doing mm-hmm. what they had to do with it. And it was just kind of like folks trying to do their Hail Mary of keeping the black folks in their place and out of what they really, you know, is it was, it was their birthright. It's mm-hmm. a very interesting show, got canceled. It was just too much. Yeah. And then the second season and what she had in mind what she wanted to do, they surely wasn't trying to hear that either.
0: Well, you know um, what's the the main actress in that? I forgot her name. You talking the, the small actress. Land. Yeah, yeah. She was in Underground, which was one of my favorite favorite I, shows. I did not watch that show. Oh I, my god! I, I heard good things about I, it. it. It was great, and it got canceled.
1: Yeah. It was,
0: and it had high ratings, and it and it got canceled.
1: Yeah, we can't be winning. It's funny. yeah. It's a fine line. Those they'll give you all the parts until it's time for you to come up, or. Mm-hmm you say that somebody's the enemy directly. As long as it's implied, it's fine. But if you be like, hey, and and they stand up to that, and then it's a problem. It has to be be done. It has to be done. Right, right. But if you don't watch Lovecraft, like I said, I did a podcast with my boys and we talked about it. We went deep on that. But I hope that uh, when you're ready, I hope you revisit it. But yeah, so. Thank you for checking out the, the show. Uh, sorry for checking out <laughs> the movie. I mean, Thank no, you for no, no. Out
0: don't, the- don't be sorry about that at all. Because like I said, I, I am constantly open to learning, you know what I mean? And, um, and I enjoy film and I enjoy communicating with you on, you know, this level of, um, your podcasts. So I was honored and now I have to check out the other one, not Lovecraft. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, not that, but Annabelle, It was interesting what they tried to do. Like I said, the execution of it, it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for a discussion, I wouldn't recommend it. If you was like, hey, would you recommend this movie, Alice? I was like, not unless you, like I said, just wanted something to check out and, and kind of see where they were going. But yeah, so I guess I was right in thinking that it would be a good conversation, which it was. I appreciate <laughs> your input and everything. It was it was cool. And, if, and in all fairness, if you come across a movie that you want me to check out, even if I haven't seen a trailer, let me know. I'll check it out and then we'll discuss it as well.
0: Well, that's gonna happen. Be prepared. I, I'm down for <laughs> um, a challenge, so all right. It might be a rom com. Just kidding. <laughs> oh I like, I like everything,
1: so yeah. So I'm I'm open. I, I like everything. But yeah. All right. So was there any last words that you had?
0: I enjoyed the acting in the beginning of it and you know it's everything that we said before that I wish it was a little bit more developed but I think that um, everyone has their first film Um, and I think as a filmmaker it's pretty exciting to get something you know in the can and um, you know get a green get the green light to produce it and I would say, you know, applause to her for getting it that far. You know what I mean? And um, having that dream come to true for her, since it's her very first film, you know, good luck to her in that sense of the the next ones that come along because it can't get, it, I don't want to say it can't get any worse, but it's going to get better. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to get better. It wasn't, that wasn't the worst. It just needed but- to be developed more. It needed more time for development, you know and it's only going to get better from, from here, you know, everybody starts somewhere. So that was her start. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's right on. That's very, very fair. Like I said, I, I, I dug it just for, like I said, the the concept of it, like, like I said, I don't think it was um, executed to the best that it could have been. I think movies lately, just because of the pandemic and different things, they haven't been up to par so i find myself recently just kind of more looking for and maybe because i'm up to something too i don't know but um i'm more right now into concepts and ideas more so than i am into execution sometimes i just really like the ideas just so i can start thinking it a different kind of way and so mm-hmm. the actual product i'm not as hung up on as i am just like huh that was that was interesting good bad or indifferent and like i said i for me, I can't even watch a slave movie if it was just a straightforward slave movie. So right. I'm always curious, like, what can be done to this that's going to make it something that I would get me out of my thing to, to actually see them. So this is my conversation with Sabrina with our open discussion about the movie Alice. Until next time, peace. Peace, everyone.